Yo, what is going on? What's up, what's up, what's up? It's episode five of a one-way street podcast. I'm your host, Lenny One Way. I'm here with my mans. Hey, it's Tyler. You know, we're here for episode five. <laughs> we we ready to pod. I hope everybody's doing well. It's a nice day right now, and we're feeling good. We're feeling great. Let's go. Feeling great. Uh, feeling uh, energized. You know what I mean? Um, I hope everybody's having a great day. Uh, if you're listening, listening to this at home, on your drive to work, Know what I mean? I'm here with my man's Kaz too from Paradox Visions. Oh yeah, we I got mean? Kaz in the corner holding it down, for holding the team. it down. You know what I mean? And I just hope everybody, wherever you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, Paradox Visions, uh, feel free to give us your feedback, like uh, the podcast, and let us know how you feel and what you're doing. You know what I mean? Add us on Instagram, all of that. I hope everybody's having a great day. We having a great day. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yes, We hit a pot. Yes, sir. <laughs> Tyler, man, tell me. How, how was your weekend, man? Yeah. Weekend was rough. I work in... Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like, I work in uh, the pharmaceuticals business, mm-hmm. and I was working all weekend, and it, you know, pill pushing. Oh, man. That's what it is on a good day. But, you know, at just certain points, I, I found some time to just, you know, really sit back and try to relax, but... For for the most part, I worked. It was pretty annoying, but you know we're here. It's been a good week. I'm looking forward to this weekend. I got some plans, you know, so I'm gonna get it going. How's everything going with you, man? Man, uh, been cutting, been cutting, and I don't know why I'm cutting anymore because it's getting cold now. So I think I really am like uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I'm just I'm. I like being like real lean. Like word, word, it's something word. I've never seen before. It feels good. Yeah. So now I'm real like I like it. Like I really like you know the vascularity. You know what it is? Your range of motion changes in so many different ways that mm-hmm. like you'd be like shit. I could never reach that far in the back of my car. True. You feel me? And just True. it's motivating. Let me tell you something. When I lost weight, I could reach my hand in between the crevice of the seat and the door. You know right. how if you drop something in between your seat, you are you done. Yeah. You got a fat hand, especially if your shit kind of thick. Yeah, if your hand, you got a thick hand. That ham hock not good through the yeah, seat. Them digits, them digits <laughs> not going. Them digits not going to get in them crevices. It's not going to get in there. It's not going to work. But now I'm just ha ha, and I pull it out. I'm just like cool, cool, For cool. Real. You know what I mean? So movement is better. Are you back on the meat? Oh, what's, what's the meat regimen looking like? Man. Gosh, I'm back on the um, carnivore uh, movement, but I think I'm gonna take time again back off of meat. I only got back on the meat just to make sure that like I wasn't missing my like proteins and everything was flowing with my diets. But as I'm learning more and more about nutrition, I really don't need it, and I feel like I perform better without it. So. I feel like I'm going to do a more, like, Mediterranean diet. Like, I might do, like, salmon. That's interesting. Yeah, just because salmon salmon's awesome. Um, cod. Um, no tilapia. Yeah, no tilapia. I feel, like, I feel like tilapia is fake or something like that. Like, I just feel like it's a man-made fish or something like that. Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of tilapia. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Yeah, nah, don't eat no tilapia. I mean, but if that's what you got for food and you hungry, you know, do your thing. Grub out. 
I wouldn't say that either, Tyler. <laughs> nah, if you got McDonald's for food, don't do it. Throw it out the window, go on a fast, do something great. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, that's, see? We can't settle for food all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we not, we don't live in a, a scarcity type of, like, society when it comes to food anymore. So it's not like you really do have to settle on McDonald's. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, you really do have the option to... Like not eat, but, yeah. But that that'll make you. I think uh, you might have to enlighten us, but I think a lot of people don't even really understand that concept too well. That you can actually get through a day not eating, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be a detriment mm-hmm. if you do it right. So, I mean, Man. could you get into that though? Like, how would you explain a day of just like? not eating like if i was going fast tomorrow like how would i start when i wake up like what's the first thing i would do because like for me when i get up in the morning like i'm not always hungry Mm -hmm. sometimes i am but i always try to get something inside of me as far as like food is concerned so whether it be like an apple or orange man this is this is it right here like okay I, i i managed to start keeping it simple when i was i was I think I was just broke, to be honest. Like, I think I think I was just like, yo, I don't want to spend money on food no more. I'm trying to budget. I really want to, like, figure something out. Like I told you before, I was listening to Dr. Sevy, you know what I mean? Listening to all the, like, the healers. Mm-hmm. And everybody's saying, like, your body could run on water. Like, you could run on distilled water, yeah. and you'll be fine. You'll actually perform better. Everything will be able to heal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But first day, if you if you wake up and you just like you don't do breakfast, you don't break your fast from sleeping, you know what I mean? Not however many hours you were asleep and you go on and you just drink water, man, a lot of great things happen. You know what I mean? You will get hungry. You know what I mean? You'll you'll be pretty hungry and but what you'll figure out is a lot of the times you're hungry for the wrong reasons. Like mm-hmm. you want food. But you really more so want to get whatever is on your mind off your mind, you know, and things like that. So what I figured out with fasting was I had a, like a, a unhealthy relationship with food and I had to really like it took me a few fasts to really get through it. Like mm-hmm. I started off, I just did like two days, two days on, one day eating, three days on. One day eating, two and a half days on, because I would be like, ah, I can't do this. Nah, I feel you. You know what I mean? But if anybody uh, wants to just start, like, losing weight or they want to get a jump start, per se, you know what I mean? Metabolism reset, biohack, <laughs> you know what I mean? All the cool terms we got yeah, right now. Yeah, water fasting is one of those things, and it's not it's not dangerous or anything. You know what I mean? What's dangerous is being overweight. You know what I yeah, mean? And then most definitely. just telling yourself you're going to make a change, but still crowding your body with the toxic foods. So water fasting seems to take down that mucus level in your body. So all these different toxins and things that are developing in your gut, with all these other diseases, water fasting seems to like detoxify and purify your system Mm -hmm. like just change your clean your body out you know what i mean and uh what is it called autophagy 
autophagy. So uh, it promotes autophagy, which means that it could break down old cells and make new ones. Wow. That only happens during water fasting. So these are these are different things that come with water fasting that really allow you to change your body and change the composition of your body. You know what I mean? Just like what we did right here. You know what I mean? Oh, that's pretty dope. So you said like it breaks down old cells mm-hmm. and rebuilds cell autophagy. Wow. Yeah. So that's that explains a lot of things because I I noticed like a lot of things on my skin like clearing up, a lot of scars just clearing up, uh, a, a feeling of better like movement of like just like the fluids in my body like blood flowing mm-hmm. just better. Um, which that's another thing a water fast does. It does take down your blood pressure. So a lot of people have high blood pressure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So this could some, well, a lot of people believe and a lot of studies show that water fasting is reversing a lot of diseases, you know, like mm-hmm. a lot of different diseases from lupus, diabetes, cancer. Uh, some people have tumors and things and they go on a fast for five days and these things like they either lessen or they just disappear. Exactly. Because you're not giving these things the environment it needs to thrive more to thrive yeah. in your in your gut. So a lot of great things, you know what I mean? And I kind of went against the grain, you know, and I was like, man, I'm going to just do it. Um, course you're gonna have friends and your parents gonna be like yo what are you doing aren't you you eating yeah what do you mean you're starving yourself what do you mean but that that didn't really matter um what mattered was me seeing a better me i hear you you know what i mean if you can't if you can't fully accept you you gotta be like man it's it's time to make some some changes happen yeah. If you look in that mirror and you can't fully accept what you see, there's th- there's things you could change. You know what I mean? Maybe not your your face. You know what I mean? Unless you don't even do it. But you know what I mean? <laughs> Anything involving your body is things that you could do. You know what I mean? It's changes that you can make. It's better choices that you can make. So water fasting is usually a jump start. I don't recommend it for everybody just because not everybody has that type of willpower. You know what I mean? And it could be kind of, it could be taxing on your mental to keep trying something and failing at it. But it could be very rewarding when you actually do complete one. So it goes both ways. You know what I mean? I'm thinking just where that taxing would be. You're saying is it? It's pretty intense as far as just like that that want for sugar mm-hmm. and just knowing like you want it but you probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. And then like you break and then over time it's exactly. that you know I damn I can't stop eating sugar for it's, one day. Exactly. Okay. So it becomes it becomes very like it becomes a battle. You start to understand that there's a real war that was mind. going on and you never were able to like go to this battle. Yeah. Until you tried to water fast off of sugar, salts, and oils, and your body's like, hold on, yeah, what you doing? Come on, we we need that sugar. We're yeah. doing what you're doing. So now your body and your mind is like kind of gearing you on the wrong path that you just set out on. Like you just told yourself probably. 
13 hours ago. I'm going to do this. But now 13 hours in, you're like, you're, you're questioning what you believed or what you what you exactly. said you would do. And now you're like, what is that? Like, this this is your body. This is what draws from sugar and dopamine levels. Like, being like, yo. We used to be up around yeah, this time. Yeah, like, we, we used to be, <laughs> we used to be doing something like, oh. Uh, it works wow. though It works because now You take down that level of need And now it becomes more of a want After you like start training your body To get used to this new environment uh, Second day is the worst day Third day Third day is, is pretty awful too if, if you know what I mean Some people go into ketosis by the third day and that's when you get your clarity and you get your uh you don't feel as sick you know mm-hmm. you you go through a keto flu though like in the second day where it's just like you feel like a headache and you're just like yo i shouldn't be doing this i should be eating it's your, it's your body just telling you yo you, okay you know, that you sounds know. pretty yeah. intense <laughs> but by the third day if you manage to get through that day you you should have a sense of clarity yeah. and your hunger will go away. Okay. That's when I knew my body was on my side. I was like at first I was I thought God had, you know, gave up on me. But then I was like, nah, we, we still in this. So you go get this clarity and you feel real sharp. Mm-hmm. You feel like an animal again. Like you have to find food. You know, you feel real sharp. No, nah, I hear you. And you get you get like wired in and you feel a lot better because by third day you already lost like a good amount of weight. Okay. You know what I mean? A lot of it could be water, but a lot of it is fat also. You know what I mean? Through these water fasts, you tend to burn a lot of the visceral fat, mm-hmm. like the fat that you don't want. You know what I mean? That, I that, that madness, you know, the, the stuff that you, is hanging off. So that's another good thing that you start to see your body shrinks. Like I got kind of, I got real lean when I was fasting because I was doing a lot of running while I was fasting. I was making sure that I'm not taking any, any calories, but I want to be at the lowest deficit as possible. A doctor might tell you, oh, this is dangerous. But I was like, I trust myself. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I feel like I'm athletic enough to push it a little bit. So I would always fast and be at zero calories, but then do a lot of running like go to a hill go to the middle school or high school wherever has the hill and you run 30 hills put on some cleats put on some earphones and you just run 30 hills just run it i think that's the scary part for me about the whole uh water fasting mm-hmm. is that you could get to a point in being unhealthy to mm-hmm. where even attempting that could be a detriment to you mm-hmm. and that and just knowing that you could possibly get to a point like that is that that really scares me. I think that's things like that have almost influenced my own like ambition and influenced me to go work out and exercise regularly. You feel me? Yeah. But that's that's dope though. Not I didn't know about the uh cells breaking down and then rebuilding themselves. It's, that's it's a lot that's of that's pretty it's a dope. lot of great things. Like even after the first water fast I started noticing I noticed like just like veins, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was something I was real pumped about, you know what I mean? For all my bigger people out there, you know when you see your veins, it's real exciting because, you know, you know. Um, I started seeing my veins, and that was something I always, like, 
always admired, you know, as a kid, like, oh, look at your veins. You got veins in your hands. Some fat kid stuff, you know what I mean? But, yo, don't judge me. Um, I mean, that's Rambo, though. That's Rocky. You see them on TV and it's they veins. Yeah, like the, any the cool veins in the hands. You know what I mean? Superhero type of guy. Yeah, so I always, like, admired, like, the vascularity. Like, bodybuilders had, like, the vascularity that would make their muscles look even bigger. You know what I mean? So once I started seeing stuff like that, I was like, all right, we getting somewhere. Yeah, we getting absolutely. somewhere. But um, water fasting could become dangerous because you can start thinking numbers too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scale could be something that you always come to just to like see progress. And it becomes like, it could become a, a little obsessive. Um, that's what it did for me, but that was because I was seeing so many changes so quick that I was like, I just got addicted to it. I think that's the case with a lot of regimens, whether it be a keto Mm -hmm. or, you know, you go on a different type of diet where you're not eating certain types of food. People Mm -hmm. use a scale as almost like a confirmation that what you're doing is right. Mm -hmm. And for me, talking with you, talking with uh, other professionals, I've come to the realization that, like, it's all gut health. It's all abdominal health. Like, if my abs are doing well, Mm -hmm. like, honestly, I know I'm doing well. Mm -hmm. So it's it's crazy how that works. And that has almost helped me get away from the scale. There are certain points in my life where I used to go to the scale, like, oh, what am I weighing? Like, am I 140 today? Mm -hmm. Am I 143? Like, don't go over 155. It's just like... One day I, I I just stopped and I was like I don't care anymore. Yeah. Are your abs well? Like if your abs aren't strong, if you don't have the muscles in your abs, True. how could you do some of the things that you want to get done in a day? Bending down yeah. multiple times <laughs> in a day, stuff. running around, things like that. And your it's just like is the core everything. is important. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, people always told me like your core is everything. And I I you know you know you beg you you don't want to hear none exactly. of that shit. Like ah, shut up. I'm big, I'm strong. For real. You know what I mean? But once I got them abs, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It really hit. It really hit then. So uh, what I would suggest, though, to people is um, definitely hop on the scale when you're fasting because that's that's how you set your goals. Like, if you want to lose 20 pounds, Go ahead and fast until you burn those 20 pounds and then go ahead and refeed. You know what I mean? But don't just keep hopping on the scale after you refeed because your body is going to take a second to level out and get your hormones back balanced to normal. So refeeding is also important. We're going to get into that a little bit later. But the fasting part, always with the scale, always go off of the look that you want. Because muscles, when you throw muscles in the mix, things could be a little bit different. You know what I mean? So definitely go down to like whatever weight you are comfortable with saying, I guess. But go off of the look and how you look. Because sometimes you don't look the weight that you are. You know what I mean? I might look 240 right now. (laughs) Solid. You know what I mean? But I'm 205. Gangster, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. No, I hear where you're coming so, from. It, it, it's it's just um, I told myself I want to get rid of the man boobs, and that's just that's that that was it. 
Yeah. I, for you. I needed to get rid of the man boobs. I had the abs before I got rid of the man boobs. That that was what made me mad. So another thing for my fellas out there, if that's your goal and you want to get rid of the man boobs, you got to understand those things been there for a minute. So it's going to take a minute to get them off of you. And it won't just be fasting and it will not be cardio. It will take, it's going to take weight training. So I'm going to take you all the way through the process. Get to the scale, get to that weight that you want. But then you got to understand that when you start eating, eating is your nourishment. You eat for to be sustained. You know, you eat for sustainability for your workouts. Get back into the workouts even harder because now you have the fuel to do so. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yep. And refeed slow. Don't don't just eat a whole pizza after a fast because you will gain a lot of weight back plus more probably because your body, you got to be gentle with the body. But refeed with whole foods. And what I found after a fast is I didn't want meat. Like meat tasted like, like pain. I hear you. Like meat tasted like... It just tasted like destruction a little bit. Like, it made me feel like I was a part of a problem. Like, I would eat something and really feel like I was a part of some type of problem. Yeah, it's funny because I haven't eaten meat for, I would say, about a year and a half now. And I almost can't even remember the experience of eating it anymore. Like, I can't even remember it. It's it's pretty vicious. <laughs> it's pretty vicious. It's crazy. Like, I, I was eating some type of chicken the other day. And, like, I had a piece. I don't like getting, like cartilage in my mouth like while I'm eating like chicken and stuff yeah. or just some type of weird piece piece of gristle yeah <laughs> that like turns me completely off of meat like I'm just like man why are we eating this yeah, there's too many cows farting we could put the beef down for a little bit <laughs> seriously that it's, CO2 man it's an issue the plants can't take it in fast enough and put out air quick enough like because we cutting down trees uh, so like think about it the rate that we have cows birthing like there are probably what a billion cows just farting every day. I never, too much CO2. I never thought That's about that. I never thought about that. That's all it is. Honestly, we do a lot to the planet on like a daily basis. Yeah. Like we we smack the planet in his face. Yeah. So sick. Gotta get back to the refeeding. So boom. Eat your whole foods. You know what I mean? And try to just be easy with the body. You know what I mean? When you fast, you don't really want to be moving too much. Unless you want to be moving too much. I was on some running, and then I'm going to just go chill. And I was still taking, like, calorie-free drinks. Like, if I felt like I wanted to cheat, but I'm not really cheating, I would still drink, like, a calorie-free drink. But Would you recommend, like, more of a building block scenario? So, let's say I would normally spend the day eating. Mm -hmm. So, instead of spending the day eating, I'm going to say eat for half the day and then spend the second half of the day water fasting so you know what and then they the call day after that. that i'll do it the entire day or mm -hmm. three-fourths of the day until i get to a whole day and then after i've done it a whole day mm -hmm. i'll try to do it a day and a little bit more you know people do that um it's called intermittent fasting where you would eat like say you do a 12 12 so you probably eat for a 12 hour span and then you probably don't eat for 12 hours or you could do like a eight 816 you know what i mean some people cut those windows down real small like mm -hmm. i only eat once a day now um i try to whenever i'm not like 
Remember, I'm not going crazy at the gym, like super, super crazy. Like I'll eat directly after my workout. Probably eat like a small snack again, but I eat once a day now, just because mm-hmm. I know I don't have to eat so much anymore. Um, a lot of the time before I was just eating just to eat, but if you're not working out, it's like yeah, that's gonna go get stored somewhere. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're supposed to eat to fuel these workouts. So, uh, after the fasting was done, I knew I had to hit the weights. Don't hit the weights while you're fasting. You're going to get super lightheaded and you might pass out. Just stick to running and just real natural things like go for walks in nature. Get back, get connected to yourself. You know what I mean? Use it as a spiritual journey because most religions do practice water fasting. It's, it's, it's pretty submerged in history. So it's nothing too crazy about it. Um, I feel like anything that doctors could tell you you have to worry about if the doctor is right or wrong in this society like yeah the doctor might be telling you something to keep you on whatever medication you're on to fund his office exactly you know it's crazy so and you know what makes it even more real is that they have like pharmaceutical companies mm -hmm. within the stock stock market like Mm -hmm. medical companies within the stock market so then it's like People are investing into that, so exactly. I would assume that they have to make sure things keep going, so mm-hmm. people have to stay on these medications. So yeah. I guess when you go into the doctor's office, instead of them recommending that you change your eating habits, they'll just say, "Just take this pill mm-hmm. and keep eating the way you're eating, yeah. or try to lessen it, but take this pill." Yeah, and it's the the pharmaceutical game is nuts because it's people getting locked up for selling the same exact drugs. Just because it's not government tax, it's like, uh, uh, we're going to lock you up. And I think that's the issue that I have personally with just like Western medicine. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of, oh, you're sick. Here's a pill. We For don't capital. do, yeah, we don't do preventive medicine mm-hmm. where it's like, let's set up your life. So we prevent you from ever running into these issues. And Holistic. We have practices. to get back to that. Yeah. Holistic. I think that's where the key is. It's. Uh, I feel like it's, there's a lack of holistic doctors because I feel like they, I don't know, go missing or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like Dr. Sevy, like all this stuff. Like, Well, I think a lot of them get, get driven by the money. Mm-hmm. And a lot of doctors get government funding, mm-hmm. meaning that they deal with patients who have government assistance, like mm-hmm. government insurance. Mm-hmm. So if the government is paying you, it's not too much of a holistic. You have to make sure you're, you run your business the way it's supposed to be ran so mm-hmm. that the government can keep paying you so mm-hmm. that people can keep coming to you. So it's almost like you it's can't point someone in a direction to where they probably wouldn't need to see the doctor anymore because then you wouldn't be making any money. True. But that's, I think that's a crossroads for a lot of people. Cause for me, I think I, as a medical professional, I would be happy having to go find another way to fund my life Mm -hmm. because the medical profession isn't thriving as in a way that it once was. Mm -hmm. So people are doing so much better on their own that they don't need as much medical attention. So your presence isn't that needed. Mm -hmm. So you don't, that, that can't be your key focus. Mm -hmm. It's more like it turns into a part-time thing. I would love for that to happen, but you know, the odds of that are pretty low, but that that's my ideal world. 
if I could be honest. That's why it's important that you're here because you you represent the side of America, the pharmaceutical side of America. Like you see that firsthand. You know what I mean on how there's always a pill for something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and that 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 kind of like it translates because it's like I wouldn't give you the way to just prevent all of this as a whole. I'd rather sell you a method to just handle this for right now yeah so that's that's pretty sick um and i think we should make it a point we're not advocating for anyone to go stop taking your medications we do understand that there are certain things illnesses conditions that people have which actually require a pill like there is no other way to go about it Mm -hmm. but what we can also acknowledge is the pharmaceutical industry has been taken over by greed yeah that's all it is don't ever stop acknowledging your power as a human though you know what i mean Uh. don't ever feel like you are bound to pills you know what i mean um i i remember when i was younger uh my mom suffered from like migraines Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like really bad migraines and for years the doctors are just telling her like it's just stress like it's stress but yet they they have her they want her to take so many of these different like pills and medications to help with a headache, but they're telling her it's stress related. Uh, I'm like, and you wouldn't fix your stress by taking pills. You'd probably just address what's stressing you out. And I feel like that drove that drove me into the wellness um, field because I felt I felt a certain type of felt like they were negligent in a way you know what i mean how can you go to school for so many years yet the humane answer is so hard to give yeah you know what i mean exactly how How can schooling create such an illusion that just giving the right answer is still not the right thing to do you know what i mean if i was a doctor i would have just been like Honestly, they want, like, if I prescribe you all these pills, I do get a nice commission, but you're just stressed. Take a few walks in nature. Exactly. Get get your body real nice. Smile at yourself in the mirror. Tell yourself nice things. Like, where's your stress? Matter of fact, get a therapist. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I don't know. I don't know if uh, a pill to lose weight will ever exist. But it does not exist. It, it won't. It I work in a pharmacy. I can tell you right now, there is no pill that exists that will help you lose weight. There are things that can put you in a direction of not eating, mm-hmm. but there is no pill that exists on this planet that can help you lose weight in a natural way. Mm-hmm. You have to put in that effort, that time, mm-hmm. and you have to be patient. That is the only way. And I can I can say that with full confidence. Yes, there is sir. no pill. <laughs> and if someone is telling you they are, they're lying. Tell them to call me. Tell them to call the podcast. We'll we'll have a conversation, a yeah. good one. Yeah, talk to us. <clears throat> talk to us, please. <laughs> Yo, Tyler, man, I, I want to touch on values, man. The big V. I want to touch on values. Values. You know what I mean? Because I feel like uh, Marcus said in one of the episodes that we we're students. Mm-hmm. You never should stop being a student. So. I definitely want to touch on values just because that means we will always be expanding on what we believe, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Things that we stand on. So, And I also believe in being very militant. You know what I mean? When it comes to your codes and being a moral person, mm-hmm. you got to stand on those things because if not, then 
who are you? You know okay. what I mean? So it's like, tell me. Just give me five. Give me five cool words that you that you really like. Okay. That right represent now. you. Hmm. Growth. Growth. That's a good one. Accountability. Mm-hmm. Respect. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if this is like really a word, but it's more like a, a phrase, but like just self-sustainability. Mm-hmm. And then what's my what's my go to five? I think I got a couple on my head, but what's the, what's the fifth one? I don't want to waste no you, time. You could do you could do a few more if they good words. You know what I mean? You got got to get those words out. Humanity. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm gonna go with six love because mm-hmm. for me love is I think love should be one. Swap out six with one love. Mm-hmm. That's a big one for me. Wow. And, and one of those that I think I'd really like to speak on is growth. Yeah. Because I feel like I almost found, like, for me, the purpose of my life. Yeah. And it, it may be the same for others. Others may have felt this. But for me, I just feel like I should always be in a state of growing. Back to what you and Marcus were talking about, just being a student of the game. Like, for me, I thought about it a couple nights ago. I was sitting down, and I'm just like, we should just keep growing until we die. Yeah. And then when we die, our kids keep growing for us. And it's yeah. done. It's, that's it yeah. just just like that and when I thought about it like that things became simple mm-hmm. when I thought about doing things that I know I gotta do thinking about them became simpler it didn't feel as stressful and I'm not saying I'm I'm on my way to make a million dollars tomorrow but you know but I'm on my way to becoming a better me and I feel good the million the million dollars is somebody's level of you know growth highest level of growth yeah. but that's not everybody's you know what exactly. I mean I would take a family that I built, a wife that loves me, some pretty kids over a million dollars. Like if I had to choose. Oh yeah, not know thinking I mean? about that and hearing you say that. Yeah, I'd if I had to choose, family. like some is just priceless. Like you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I guess that's what they mean by priceless. Yeah, like growth. Growth is everything, man. I like that. I feel like as a human. When it comes to just being a human being, you know, being a human, that means you're you're you have a certain level of, of placement and like nature. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And most things in nature grow. You know, if we're connected to trees, just how trees are all connected, trees grow. They take in different information from other trees. They take in water and they grow. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's dope. It's nothing real different from what we have to do. You know what I mean? We grow our minds. We have a consciousness where we could grow that too. Like, but always grow. And I, I know I, that that's deep because anytime I ever get stagnant, I know it. Like it'll, it'll feel like it'll feel like something in my mind. You I know mean. what I mean? If I don't ever feel any type of pressure or any type of uncomfortability. I know. Am I dying? Like something. Exactly. You know what I mean? Something yeah. might be off. So it is important to get comfortable with the uncomfortable because if not, you might not be growing. Exactly. And that's deep, and that that does relate back to fitness. That takes a level of acceptance, though. Yeah. That uncomfortability can result to something great. Excuse me, because when I. Day to day, even when I work out, there's a, a hurdle I have to leap over in my mind when I wake up. 
and the hurdle's not always the same size every day. True. Some days I wake up and it's a, the leaf Easy. is like that. Mm-hmm. And some days I wake up and the shit is so high. I'm looking at that shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I do this shit though. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Why is it taking me so much more to get yeah. it done today? True. And I think that's just life. The roller coaster people like reference when they talk about life, just the roller coaster of getting things done and staying consistent. Completion. Because when I think about it sometimes, the workout changes, the level of intensity can change, but just putting in the work is all pretty similar. So just getting over that hurdle to do it should be the same, but mm-hmm. it isn't. Mm-hmm. And that, I guess that just shows that there are other factors that go into life outside of just like your mind. True. You know? True. So. But like fitness is so connected with growing outside of the gym and growing outside of just you exercising you know what i mean like exercising your body you start to understand that the same way you work out your body you work out with people Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like if you want the best results you have to take things slow you know what i mean if you want bigger muscles that you have to either go harder Mm -hmm. Or you have to take more time under tension. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, it's a lot of different, like, things that just relate back to life to where you you have to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. Like, th- those big weights, that might not be the most comfortable position. But when you lift that, I, I don't know how you can't go into a job interview after you lift 400 pounds and you're not... You're not feeling like you're you're difficult. Like you know you're the I mean? man. Yeah, like so it's like it's a lot of um confidence boosting that goes into it. Um Patience is important too. Patience. The first time you go out and do a workout or an exercise is it's probably gonna suck. It's gonna be ugly, form's gonna be off, but mm-hmm. if you stay consistent, say by day twenty, twenty five, it's gonna be different. Mm-hmm. And that patience, that time that you waited, and the consistency that you put in, that all means something. Like mm-hmm. that patience isn't just you being patient for nothing. Like it's all gonna equal to something better. So just staying very consistent with that has always been pretty, pretty important. Important in my mind, mm-hmm. and just understanding that being patient is okay, and that you're gonna have to be patient. So with that, I can transfer that type of patience into my day to day life. My mm-hmm work life, my relationship with people. I'm dealing with somebody and they're taking an hour to get to me. I could be patient. True. I waited six months to be able to run as fast as I'm running now. Mm-hmm. So I could wait another hour for somebody to bring me something, mm-hmm. you know? So, and I found out that's helped me a lot. Cause if you think about it, that's an area where you could potentially stress yourself out and raise your blood pressure because you know, Mm-hmm. I'm impatient, so now I'm pissed. Now I gotta get upset. Mm-hmm. You know, though that's how all of that's how that translates. That's how the workout and exercising can translate into your day to day life, into your personal life, and it makes sense. True. And you may not see it the day it happens. Your blood pressure isn't gonna pop out your arm and say, "Yeah, you know, we're still pretty cool today." You know, yeah. you did a good job, but yeah. over the years, your longevity, your time on this earth, that that'll speak to that. What I want to relate to them is to have patience with yourself, but have tolerance with people. 
You know what I mean? It's a subtle, it's like a subtle difference because with patience, you're going to reach the goal. Mm-hmm. If if you, you hang in there under, you know, these conditions, that it might be hard, but you're going to make it. With people, you're not always going to get the best result that you want, but you have to still hang in there. And tolerate it. And you have to tolerate it. Okay. Nah, that makes sense. I was going to ask you where you're going with the tolerance yes, thing. Sir. Yes, sir. I understand sir. that. That makes sense. Because let me look up the definition of tolerance. Because you know that person that I'm waiting on may never show up. Exactly. So I would then... So nah. tolerance is the ability or willingness to tolerate something in a particular or... Yeah, to the ability or willingness to tolerate something. In particular, the existence of opinions or behavior that one does not necessarily agree with. There it is. <clears throat> That's what you got to have with people. Yeah. You know, with, with patience in yourself, you know yourself. So you going to agree with whatever you tell yourself. That's where the confidence comes in. You get more patience with yourself more. But with people, you're not always going to be confident with people because you don't always know people. But you have to be willing to tolerate whatever they bring to the table. And from there, as far as tolerating people, I would really want to move into my next uh, word, which would be respect. Mm. I think respecting people Mm -hmm. is very important, especially people that you don't know. Respecting people as humans Mm -hmm. and understanding that you're a human being, the person across from you is a human being. So until they show you an action that can put you in a mindset that they're not as much of a human being as they should be, then you should show them respect all the way. Like there shouldn't be any ill will. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be showing any unnecessary aggression. Mm -hmm. Things should just be very neutral. You know, I find it that we as humans want to divide because we don't like, we don't like to face ourselves sometimes. So it's like sometimes Because I notice when it comes to, like, me realizing that I'm a human and I want to respect everything and everyone around me, it came a point in time where I just stopped talking. Like, I have less to say now because I'm afraid that, hmm, this might rub people the wrong way. And I don't even want to put that energy out there for it to be received negatively. You know what I mean? hearing what you're saying, I feel like I... I've been in the same scenario where... With opinions. I'm not talking... Like, with facts, you could say them as much as you want. Well, yeah, even opinions. With respect, when you respect someone as a human being, I think there should be a level of respect where it's that person, that human being, could or could not have opinions. Mm. Mm -hmm. I need to give them enough respect to hear them out and digest Mm -hmm. them and make sense of it before I, you know, before I... You're wrong or... I don't like you, mm-hmm. you know, giving someone that respect prior to getting any action or feeling or energy that they're not, they're not dealing with you in the right light is very important. Mm-hmm. So when I think about you saying, oh, there are certain times when I don't want to talk or like, I don't want to share my opinion. I think that may be because someone's not showing you that they could respect your opinion and take it in and digest it. Mm -hmm. They already have a set mindset that they're not willing to change. And I think that's a problem that 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 becomes an issue. No, yes, it's a problem. Two people, when they come together, one person can respect the other. Mm -hmm. But for it to work, both of them have to respect each other. Exactly. So I I hear you. I, you have to understand how to how to avoid those battles when you know that someone is not going to hear you. 
mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because that's where logic comes in, especially for men. So with, with men, if it's like, if it's a moment where you realize that you're in a conversation and the other party is emotions mm-hmm. and they're running off emotions and not logic and they're not digesting things that you're saying, then you have to just, you have to, you have to fall back yeah. because emotions versus logic that battle that battle only seems to work in a household like with a family you know what i mean but not between a man and a man where it's like someone's overly emotional and then someone's really logical but the overly emotional dude might be more violent you know what i mean or something like that and it's like man somebody should have just walked away you know what i mean and it's you, sometimes you have to walk away, you know, because some people don't want to speak with logic, you yeah. know. Um, but I also think there has to just be a level of understanding mm-hmm. and being open to understanding someone else. Mm-hmm. And that falls in the same area of just like respect as well. Respecting the fact that like I can take I can now choose to understand that person mm-hmm. and understand what they're going through and sympathize to an extent. I feel like we like to dumb down the word of respect because in all reality that's love if it comes to understanding you mm-hmm. have to love something or love someone to understand them enough you mm-hmm. know what i mean we don't have that respect for any regular stranger that you just met because you wouldn't just love a stranger that you just met right that's the difference in our mindset i would have to say no i do have a love for humanity so for myself, when I speak on respect, I speak about it in that light, respecting every human. But not, as, every, not everybody thinks like that. I know, but that's where the issue comes in as far as sharing your opinions. And mm-hmm. you may have to retract that and mm-hmm. find new modes of delivering messages and things of that nature. But I do hear you. That does make sense. Everyone isn't going to meet you with your respect level. So with that being said, that's that signal. That's that sign that, you know. You don't have to then disrespect the person, but you know they're not going to reciprocate your energy. So it may be in your best interest to go around them or mm-hmm. choose a different direction or sit there and put energy and time into making sure that relationship makes sense. And or, there is a level of respect on both sides. just a choice of words, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I've seen so many situations where somebody was fired up, like fired up, and then the other person was cool as could be, like calm. Very calm and can just different words. That one person who's calm, they have the ability to choose their words to just better understand. Of course, yeah. When you're angry, you at the you're not of, thinking you're not thinking. No, of course logic. not. You're not thinking logic. That cool person could just man- manipulate you now because you're okay. so angry. They could just take you up, say something, and make you even more angry. Take you back down, like man. I thought we loved each other. What's going on? Like, now you like confused. Like, why am I angry? It's like, it's a lot going on. So I feel like love overcomes everything. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to lie. Sometimes people do give me a reason to just fucking hate them. But it's like, I try try not to. You got to turn that hate into love, though. Yeah, nah. I, I realized that anytime that I really hated a person, it was because I really didn't understand them. Mm-hmm. That's why I say love and understanding go hand in hand because it's not that I hate you. I just really don't understand you. Yeah. Like I don't even believe that you're like 
I don't understand it. Like, yeah. So it's like, it's not that I even hate it. So I, I just change my words. I don't put words like that out there anymore. Like, I hate that. I don't understand that. And that is one reason why I preach just that respect so much and just being respectful enough to hear someone out. Mm-hmm. Because all it takes is a lot of times, a lot of these issues is just people don't understand each mm-hmm. other and aren't willing to understand each other. And if you're not going to do that, there's always going to be an issue because True. people are going to lean on the side of I'm being misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And that's that's an issue. I would always encourage men to be willing to understand someone, especially someone that you're dealing with, whether it be personal friendship, a stranger, you know, Mm-hmm. Understand that that poor person sitting on the corner of the street is there by whether it be their choice or the choice of just like random dumb luck. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But just give them enough respect to mm-hmm. understand yeah. their situation. Yeah. And then, you know, go from there. I, I noticed where it's like as long as you treat people like humans, they'll give you they'll give you a. I give you a lot of respect back because a lot of people aren't used to being treated like humans. Like, if you walk up to a homeless person and talk to them like a regular person, they're going to look at you like you're the crazy one. Like, you're exactly like, what? What? Why? You don't, you, you see me? Yeah. I can't believe you see me. And it's like, man. It's crazy what the body get used to. Like, even when you mentioned, um, just like the withdrawals from sugar, like mm-hmm. it's crazy just how the body got used to so much sugar consumption that mm-hmm. without it, it's just like these withdrawals start to appear. Like, yeah. why aren't these levels up the way they used to be? It's just the the body loves consistency, mm-hmm. falls in love with it like crazy. Yes. It's you, nuts. Your, your brain needs consistency. Like that's how we are wired to where if you have some type of routine developed, it's going to keep you in that routine yeah. for safety purposes. It doesn't understand any other new habits. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so all those things are very important. Uh, I like I have a few values to where I feel like they're necessary, you know, and if we could learn to understand these words, we can like grow as a community, you know, uh, reciprocity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is that your one? You going to give me your one. five? Okay. Yeah, I, I'll give you a five. Give All you right. Five. Reciprocity is one. Um, cause I feel like everything, everything should be mutually beneficial. Like, everything any any relationship anything like that like you you would want everybody to be happy in any situation you know what i mean and i feel like we don't get anywhere off of like selfishness because what do you get out of it you know what i mean um we're getting somewhere in in this world where it's like money doesn't hold that much of the value anymore it's what you wanted out of the money Mm-hmm. That you can get even closer to without the money sometimes. So people are breaking all these things down through like the internet to where they're starting to figure out what they actually want and then they're just getting to it. You know? So I feel like what I want is I want like I want connections, you know. I want to build a network of people who think like me and mm-hmm. who understand that, yo, we're all in this together. Like we can, everybody can help some way, somehow everybody can play a role in helping things get better, you mm-hmm. know? So reciprocity, awesome. That's like, that's one for me. Uh, what else? 
I would say abundance. Abundance. I like that word, abundance. Thinking, thinking always like there's more. Um, I connect abundance to having faith and believing in things that you can't really see or things that didn't happen yet, but visualizing, having an open mind to just what could happen. Mm-hmm. And that's that's like, that's a new feeling that I had. Uh, that, that I wasn't around very much last year, but this year was all about just abundance, having the things that I really want the most, you know? And those things weren't really like what I used to want. So it's like, it's cool. Seeing how those have changed. Yeah, it's probably cool. been a, a journey, hasn't it? It's been it's been pretty dope. Like I, I, I like buying. I like being that dude with the tight shirt on, like at a grocery store, picking up apples and putting them down, and knowing like a fifty year old mom is in the cut staring at me hard, <laughs> and I'm just like, it be like that. I'm it just, really do. And I look over, and I just I just turn back around, and I just walk away. A grocery store is a great place to meet people. Honestly. Not the only place, I but a great place. I don't be wanting, I don't be wanting nobody, nobody moms like that. You know what I mean? I just want, I just want, like, it's like an image. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's the images that you see when you were growing up as some diesel dude who's in the in the fruit section when you was a fat kid. You just yeah. like, yo, who home think he is being diesel? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Taking care of his body. He's- you know what it is? Uh, 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 energy attraction. Mm-hmm. His energy is attracting everybody. He's not even doing anything. Exactly. The energy that he's putting to his body is now radiating and, out yeah. and pulling people in. And pulling in. people in. Because why else is everybody asking, what the fuck does he do? Yo, he's an NFL player. <laughs> I, I used to see anyone in shape as a fat kid and believe that they have to be in the NFL, yeah. NBA, really successful, have to have money somehow. Connecting all these things that I am not in to va- like validate why I'm not yeah, exactly. Some diesel dude too. We as humans, we were not that much different, and I think that scares some people. So we create division, and we we want to be different because we're not that much different. Our brains are all the same. Yeah. Our genetics are different, but our brains all operate pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've noticed that. Yeah, as different as we are. Is it's like that's how much we're the, all the same. Mm-hmm. Like I, sometimes I'll go out into public and I'll like be in a scenario where I'll speak with somebody or talk to somebody. And I'll just be like, damn, like I'm thinking I'm different. Like me and him are very similar. Like we have very similar interests. It looks like we may end up doing the same things throughout the day. Like mm-hmm. we could be friends, you know. Yeah, I, and that and that's a bond. That's a connection right there. That you know he may be connected to something that you may want. You don't exactly, even know exactly. And uh. Yeah, man. Uh, I feel like I feel like the journey with fitness is always just seeing a better you, and then that energy does attract other people to want to be a better them, and that is like that's probably the most humane thing you could do because now you're just inspiring people by just walking, by just talking, by just doing, just being you. You know what I mean? So that's awesome stuff. Uh, my next one comes to loyalty. 
uh, I believe you, loyalty is just uh, believing in something bigger than you. Um, I, I take loyalty and spirituality kind of hand in hand because it's just both believing in something not always bigger than yourself, but just believing in something. You know what I mean? Like having a certain something you're sticking with. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's important because if you if you can't establish like bonds and loyalty and things like that, then you're gonna die alone. <laughs> you're gonna die alone. That's that's just how it goes. So yeah, there has to be a level of loyalty. It has to be a level of loyalty, and you have to learn how to like establish that and also keep it. You know what I mean? And what that comes with is usually being open with your intentions with people. And usually that loyalty is formed just simply by that. Honesty. Honesty and your intentions and always doing what you say. Do what you say and be honest. That's it. I don't like. You know what I mean? Um, Perseverance. And it's, you know, it's crazy. A lot of people sit on the sentiment of, or I've seen people, even myself at certain times, I've said it even to myself, fucking niggas don't understand me. No one understands me. (laughs) But really, it's if I'm not being honest with people, Mm -hmm. no one can ever understand who I really am because they don't know what the truth is. It's a mask. So you have to be honest. You mm-hmm. have to tell the truth, not to so it it'll set you free, but so people can see you for who you really are. Exactly. And then you have to be comfortable with who you are. True. So if you're telling the truth and it's something that you're embarrassed of and you don't want people to see you in that light, then you would then have to change. So it's it's going to literally work in that order. Mm-hmm. Truth change like truth, change. If, if, if you don't like the truth if the truth doesn't make you feel comfortable mm-hmm. if the truth makes you feel uncomfortable that's back to the comfortability being being comfortable with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. so now you have to be comfortable with the fact that you're uncomfortable with your own truth true that's going to inspire the change and i know true. that's a lot of words jumped on top of each other but if well, you can keep up that's i understand where that how that connects if you get stuck in a point where you are uncomfortable and you just stay uncomfortable and you don't get comfortable with being uncomfortable, then you're just going to face a lot of shame. And you're yeah. going to sit in it. You're going to sit in a lot of guilt. You're going to sit in it because you're not being comfortable with it. Like, mm, like, damn. I don't. Damn. It's, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's when the excuses come in, the complaints, things that nobody gives a Nobody cares. About no action. It. Nobody cares about. It. Yeah, yeah, no one cares about it. Like the complaints, the excuses, especially if you're a man. I don't think any man wants to hear another man complain or have excuses for why something didn't happen. Yeah, I can't think of a scenario where I would want to hear another man complain no to one. Me about anything. I would want him to probably state his problem, and he could look for me for advice or he could start to like offer up topics of how to fix his own problem mm-hmm. and I'd be willing to listen to that but consistent complaining I don't think I could do that it's, it's no room for it <laughs> I'd have to echo I mean? that sentiment it's it's all about building you know what I mean and, and making things better but if there's a point where okay you can't move past it then yeah. alright logic like we need logic you know what I mean so what we got we got reciprocity 
got abundance. Loyalty. Uh, with loyalty, I would say I'll throw logic in there. Uh, you did say self control. Um, I would throw God in there. Mm -hmm. And with God, I would put integrity. Uh, I would throw God in there just because I feel like it goes hand in hand with integrity. Because. You know what I've started doing? What? I've started removing the God. And I don't want to say removing. I've removed the word God. I just, I call it creator. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I feel like I'm aligning myself with like a set of religions and mm -hmm. a set of values that I don't necessarily agree with 100%. But the spirituality part of it all. Mm-hmm. A good majority of it I can resonate with. Mm -hmm. So when I think about it all, I just I address it as I address the higher being as creator, mm -hmm. Cre creation of all. And I just kind of leave it at that because for me, God just it gets too. I, I, I feel Christian. -y, I feel for lack the of a better word. Same way. I feel like I'm a God. I feel like we are all we all can be gods or goddesses. You know what I mean? I feel like that God and goddesses should be symbolic of your higher self. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Usually we are low frequency. We're very low. We're usually going through something. But when you're happy and you're up, that's when you feel like you probably feel like God. You might have just had some sex. You probably feel pumped up. You probably feel like, yeah. But I feel like to say like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I mean, it's I, the same I, thing. Creator. I would go with creator. I'm a, I would go think with about creator. It. When you're talking to yourself mm -hmm. or just to go back to what you're saying, I feel like I'm a God. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a creator. The creator created it all. I can create a, a life for myself. Mm -hmm. I can create an experience like no other mm -hmm. for me, yeah. catered to me, for me, that will never be replicated again. True. So that power is still the same. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's just an interchange of words. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I say... I, I would never think I'm the highest thing. You know what I mean? Mm. I think I put universe. Universe, like, same way you say creator, I'll put universe. I feel like the universe rules everything. You know what I mean? Mm. Like nature. Like mother nature. So yeah. I, I look at that as a, a creation. The universe is a creation by the creator mm -hmm. that we can't even comprehend could be like father time so like god is not it wouldn't be like a man in the sky for me it'd be like probably father time and mother nature or something like okay that. i understand where you you're going with that mean? yeah like i still feel like like it's something controlling everything mm -hmm. but i feel like that's more so the universe and, okay and like divine timing and things like that but gotcha as in like all the stuff that's in the bible i don't agree with everything i feel like it was meant to be taken a little bit more not not as literal you know what i mean i meant i think it was supposed to be stories to show you how powerful god can be for you mm -hmm. you know what i mean or the creator could be for you uh but even jesus said we could all do what he do you know what i mean okay. and so, i've heard that sentiment as well and another one that uh we're created in the image of god exactly. so when others say like i'm a god or i like to say i'm a creator I don't look at it and say, well, I'm better than the creator. It, no, I am a creator. Mm -hmm. I was created by the creator in his image. Exactly. So, like, I'm just you, that. You're that. I'm not, like, the, he, that is still that, but I am 
this. Nonetheless. This is here. This yeah. is alive. This is talk. Mm-hmm. That and it's crazy. It's like you can this see this. that. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can see this. Like yeah. if I'm if I'm telling you this, it's no reason why you shouldn't believe me as such. Like, exactly. You know what I mean? So I feel like I was never able to say that because I was never able to believe it. Yeah. You know? Because you don't look at you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love all of this. Everything that I'm looking at. True. That is why I'm doing this. Exactly. You know? And and yo, it hits different. Like all my fellas and ladies out there who look in the mirror and y'all see it and you like what you see, give yourself a pat on the back right now. I don't care if you're driving. I don't care if you're just sitting down listening. I want you to give yourself a pat on the back if you like what you see in the mirror because you're doing great. You're doing great. Keep pushing. Hey. It's fall time, you know what I mean? What they call this? They call this cuffing season. <laughs> what they call this? They call this cuddle cuddle weather. Cuffing season. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's time so, to fall in love. You know what I mean? Just keep that body up. Don't don't slack this winter because I'm gonna be on I'm gonna be on your ass. You know, I'm gonna be on your ass. Oh yeah, the pot. We're gonna be here this winter. Yeah, you you go. We got ahead some and, good things you coming. Go ahead and get big, okay? You let them let them things form on your chest. And uh, boy, boy, I'm gonna come for you, boy. So uh what else we got going on? Uh God. God, we got through God. I feel like that represents higher self. You know what I mean? I want to put the power back in people's hands. I want people to know how strong they could be. You know what I mean? Anything and any obstacle in your way of you feeling like you are your best self, just know that you could do that. And you will receive assistance from the universe if you put in the effort. They will always meet you halfway. You know what I mean? I never wanted... I noticed, because I grew up in the church, I noticed... It was always related back to just God. You know what I mean? But none of these people in here are going in nature, touching trees, you know what I mean? Like really getting a vibe of what God put here for humans. Exactly. So it's like, I'm, I'm like, yo, we're not talking about the same God. No, not at all. You know what I mean? Because when I see God, I feel, when I feel God, I'm usually in nature. You yeah. know what I mean? Like surrounded by trees or see a big plot of water. And I feel like, oh... This this was formed, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, or when you in like Vernon or something, and you, you know see I mean? all those rock formations it's crazy. and stuff. Like, that is my recommendation to people on a good day: go to the park. You don't know park. what to do? Go sit in a park, Northwest Park. That's pretty any crazy. park. Go sit down and just bring a book, bring some music, mm-hmm. shit, bring some weed. Like, who knows? Just go sit in a park. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what to do, go sit in a park and. I, w- I promise you, something will come to mind that you should actually be doing. True. If you think you're done with the park. But nine times out of ten, you'll enjoy the park. The park's always a nice place to go. I found so much peace in parks. It's crazy. Because I-, I-, I found myself needing to just get away from just the... We don't even live in that much of a me- uh, metropolitan area. But mm-hmm. some days it feels like it. Like seeing buses, cars all over Which the place. Which is our natural habitat. Like, it's a, like you're not yeah. so... You aren't born to be inside of a house all day you know what i mean they actually and and me studying to get my uh personal training certification and everything they have classes talking about how we're not even supposed to be sitting you're not supposed to be sitting at all like as a human you're not supposed to sit down yeah it's like yo so clearly we're supposed to be outside getting to it and i don't 
I, I just don't see the correlation when it comes to like how and religion it's like yeah we go to, we go here we go to church on sunday all right we're good we're, we're not going to hell okay but if i was if i was the pastor in the church i would have everybody outside yeah for real like we'll just be outside even if it's cold even if it's hot because this is what god kind of this is the weather that he had for us today right like this was the plan and i could agree that that's where i lost a lot of my trust i would say in pastors mm-hmm. and religious I just saw the folk money flow yeah them pastors be making money yeah but i never saw the turnaround for the people the mm-hmm. spiritual turnaround yeah. like it it was very confusing for me i couldn't understand like how someone could talk about a higher power and be connected but not really be connected it's, it's it's it was very odd for me seeing I, it growing up. I used to look up at church and I used to be like, man, I could literally do this, and I feel like the people will listen to me way more than they'll listen to this dude. And yeah. and it was just solely off of the fact that I'm like, I'm gonna be real with people, and I'm not gonna tell them what they want to hear all the time. Like, you ever notice how big people get in the church? Yeah. Come on, hey, hey, church people. We, I'm gonna get real serious with y'all too. I'm gonna get real serious with y'all. Even some of y'all, my family, you know what I mean. We go to church on Sunday. I right, cool, cool. Do that mean all the other days out of the week you just destroy your body? Is this a? Is this? I hope there's a passage in the Bible talking about like physical awareness, taking care of the temple that God gave you. Yeah, I feel. I feel like the body was given to me once I healed it. Like once I felt healthy and I felt like healed, then I felt like it was an honor to be in this body. But to be in a place where you're just consuming food and putting yourself on the fast track to dying early doesn't mean you get to heaven quicker. That means you suffer longer. You suffer a little bit harder. I heard, uh, a lyric by what Jay Electronica about a week or two ago. Well, no, I would say probably about a couple months ago. He said it. I heard it in his song, and I tell you, it has resonated with me for the better part of like two to three months. He said, "The canvas that God put us in is a blessing, not a promise." And immediately, I was like, "There it is." Like, mm. If the <laughs> canvas that we were put in is a blessing not a promise that means it's not promised that it'll stay right it'll stay upright things will work the mm-hmm. way they're supposed to work for the amount of time you're going to be here mm-hmm. the blessing means you need to take care of your blessing you need to cherish your blessing do you need something to be thankful for yeah thankful for your blessing you know and it was just it was so clear when he said it and i was like i can almost understand how someone wouldn't hear this mm-hmm. but i was almost sitting there like how could you not what the fuck else does anybody have to say? Like, I, like the canvas you're in is a blessing. Yep. It's not a promise. So you are not promised good health. True. So because you're not promised it, you have to put in that extra effort because you got the blessing to get in the body. True. Now all you got to do is take care of it. Yeah. And why wouldn't you want the best version of the blessing you got? You want a lesser blessing? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's ludicrous to me. It's it's about gratitude, bro. I feel like gratitude is another one because people have to understand that your body is a blessing. I, I try to break it down as simple as this. You got two legs. You got two hands. You got two arms. You got a head that could think. 
you could walk. That's crazy. It's a lot of people who don't have all of those things. Like that's pretty crazy, right? You you go work out for one day. You already did something that eighty percent of America doesn't do. You go do it for the second day. You already did something that ninety percent of America doesn't do. God forbid you go that third day in a row. You just did something that ninety five percent of America does not do. You go for a whole week straight. Now you're you're in that one percent category. Like you are a rare. That feeling is unbelievable. Give yourself gratitude if you work out on a daily basis. Give yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah. Congratulate yourself. Pat yourself on the back. You are doing great. Exactly. Because people don't do that. Look around. Go outside right now. And seeing overweight people is more common than seeing people in shape. Are we missing something? Exactly. Like, are we missing something as a society to see people that are sick? Physically sick in their own body, humans holding on to fat, and we're not supposed to naturally, but it's we we adapted to it, and we actually congratulate fat people for being super overweight and endangering their heart and their arteries and all these important things. But we will congratulate them and praise them until they're on a hospital bed, and then we're like, oh, it's time for a change, and then. When they post their transformation photos, if they post their transformation photos, then you're like, oh, I always knew you could do it. But when they were fat, you were you were like, yo, great job. You look great. You look exactly you look awesome. I just want to be honest. And I some feel- people don't get to the point where they change and can get the reaction of, oh, wow, you look great. Some exactly. people die. Some so people some people die. may need you to say something. So, that's your purpose. Like that's that's a real purpose that I feel like it's a calling for me because I've been there. You know what I mean? I've been there where you see the stretch marks everywhere and you don't ever see a day where you wouldn't see them. You got to turn those stretch marks. Listen to me, man. Listen to me. It's a one-way street, man. You hear me? You got to turn those stretch marks into tiger stripes. You know what I mean? You For real. You have to transform all your weaknesses into your greatest strengths so they don't hold you back anymore, you know? With that comes change. You know, like and it's it's sad, man, seeing people like all these like weight-related diseases, all these like health-related diseases and how they correlate directly with like corona deaths and things like that. It's like, man, like, do we have to learn the hard way with with a lot of this? And did America, like, did it take uh, a, like a, a cold, basically, like a, a virus to go around to actually let people know, like, hey, we should have been running every day. We, we should have been on the job eating healthy, eating more greens. Exactly. So, like, and, oh, dang, we learned the hard way. You know what it is? With the majority, change is almost frowned upon. I talk to people and I hear, I always listen Mm -hmm. sometimes to what people say. And I heard someone say, what, a day or two ago, I've been coming to the store for 40 years. And in my head, I'm like, you want to change your experience at at any point in those 40 years? I mean, I think I might have at one day, at one point, like, I want to go to a different store today and just kind of see what's going on over here. Mm -hmm. And it's just that, that ability to not, be able to just 
change, even for a moment, and mm-hmm. understanding that change could produce a different result, give you something you probably have never seen before, or give you something you may want. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, don't be consistent with a workout. There are different areas in your life to apply consistency and change and things of that nature, but just making a change for the better, mm-hmm. being comfortable with that is very important. Very important. Very. And uh, that that brings us that brings us to the next point, right? Because um, I feel, I believe somebody. We got some okay. questions. Yeah, we got questions. Oh, let's go. All right. So uh, we got an, one anonymous person asked, "What? Where is a good place to begin uh, with a new life? Like, where is a good place to begin with a new life?" Okay, I think I could take that question. Yeah, man. With a new life. Well, new life is a like as a in, broad as in, statement, but I believe they were talking about weight loss. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, where where is a wellness. good place to start with? Yeah, wellness. There you go. Okay, wellness. The first, a good start would be understanding where you are and being honest with yourself. If you eat, okay, let's say there were certain days I like to eat what like six, seven pieces of candy in a day. Mm-hmm. And it didn't always show on my body, but I was consuming it. So before I could make a change for the better for myself, there had to be an understanding that, well, I can't keep eating six pieces of candy every day. Mm -hmm. And I also have to make, also have to understand that I am eating six pieces of candy every day. I have to be honest with myself. So being aware and understanding where you are, I would say is the first step from there you can make a decision on where you want to be. And from there, you have to just put in the effort, the time and the consistency. Now, as far as specific things to do, I mean, I would say exercise, but there are hundreds of exercises you could do. And you know, you should probably do all a hundred. It's good to have a nice variety when you exercise Mm -hmm. one is because you don't want to burn out a specific area of your body doing one specific exercise every day. You want to exercise your body the same way you would feed your body in a complex way. Mm -hmm. The same way you would have a complex diet. You would eat greens this day and then probably eat a little bit more meat the day after. That's the same way you want to treat your exercises. You never want to keep exercises the same. So Mm -hmm. always change those, but always keep it in the same area of exercise. So you'll always get an exercise, but it'll be different. It'll be almost kind of fun because it'll change. It won't stay the same. Mm. And from there, I would say once you find a good set, I would say anywhere between seven to ten exercises that you like, be consistent. Mm -hmm. Do two to three of those exercises, say four to seven times a week for two weeks, and then change it. Do four exercises, four different ones for another two weeks mm-hmm. and see where you are after that. And be and just be accountable. Every day you wake up, be accountable. Know that there's something that has to be completed. And then once you start completing things, it'll just be a building block scenario. It'll be so easy. You won't need anyone to tell you what else to do. You'll just almost bring it all together or bring it all together on your own. Mm-hmm. But that's where I would start as far as wellness. And just kind of creating a better life. Um, to branch off from that kind of, I would definitely say if you're consuming a lot of, say, like social medias, I would take a step back from that because mm-hmm. that's very important. Because you, 
during your journey, there's a possibility that you can get to a point where you're, you just start comparing and you're not changing for the better. You're just changing to compare. Mm -hmm. You don't want to start comparing yourself to other people. You just want to get the best version of yourself. So it's important to step away from social medias and a lot of pop culture media outlets because a lot of those things will put things in your head that you don't think will affect you, but subconsciously they'll play a role in your decision making. So certain certain things could be very toxic. So also watch what you're feeding yourself physically, but mentally as well. What you're using to stimulate your mind every day to entertain. I would say find very natural ways to entertain yourself. Mm -hmm. Try to meditate. Meditation isn't the easiest thing, but you know, the first step in getting something done is trying it. So try meditating for five minutes, two times a week and see if you can sit down and just focus on breathing and clearing mm-hmm. your head for five minutes. And then after that, just build on top of that. That's the that's the only way I could explain it. It's just it's a building block. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen overnight, but with a certain level of consistency and patience, results are bound to come and it's funny i always when i think about patience i always think about ty dollar sign Mm -hmm. because he's so old Mm -hmm. and it's just like he kept making music he stayed on his grind and eventually he blew eventually it wasn't 25 it wasn't 27 but you know by 35 he had a hit single so things like that are cool i that's those are some of the things i correlate things like that too but definitely just be patient and be open and back to what uh was mentioned earlier be a student of the game always be willing to grow Mm -hmm. that's the first that's that's the first way that's the only way you'll get to new is you have to grow you have to get somewhere you can't stay where you are so be open to change and from there you know things will you'll find the new life (laughs) i hey i i completely agree i feel like uh if you want to uh, start something new and anything like you want to just you want to who knows you know what I mean you want to start fitness you want to just feel better mentally physically spiritually everything will start from within you know um, like all that power that you wish to find within yourself it all is already in there you just have to find it find things that you're good at and start getting better at them. Uh, nature always helps. Uh, fitness helps because you're seeing yourself get stronger in front of your very eyes. So nothing works more than progress. We as humans love to see us like we love to see us do something and accomplish something. So with fitness, you, it doesn't matter how much weight you're lifting. You could go in there and lift it as many times as you can and then go in there two days later and lift it again more times than you did two days before. So life becomes this journey of now being better than you were yesterday in a fitness aspect, but it leaks out into the real world because now you want to be better than you were yesterday financially. You want to be better than you were yesterday with your friends, your peers. You just always want to be better and you're comparing yourself to yourself and not comparing yourself to just the open world. So these things these things hold big weight. Um and yeah, I would just say always always be like a student, like like Tyler said, always be curious. Um because to think you know everything 
or to feel like you do have some type of answers, you would always be wrong. You know what I mean? Because only thing that's always right, only thing that's always right is math. You know what I mean? It's it's like when it comes to opinions and even facts sometimes, we still don't know everything. You know what I mean? That's why science scientists exist because they test things. They test things that are already in stone to say, hey, that's not in stone anymore. You know? Yeah, we have more questions than answers in science. Exactly. So always be the person who will challenge something and then go with what works with you best, you know? But, yeah, I mean, get on your fitness grind. Drink more water. <laughs> For real. Definitely, definitely get a glass. Yes, sir. Some room temp water. It don't got to be ice cold. We got another question from... My man's Deadstock Los at Deadstock Deadstock Los on IG. Uh, he asked, "What is the qualities of a respectable woman?" Oh, you want to take this one? <laughs> you take the lead on this one. I'll take this one. I'll take this one. Uh, I would say the qualities of a respectable woman uh, is a woman who who knows her power. Mm-hmm. I say that because uh, there are different levels of women. I would say, I would say you have you have the woman that is out here. Mm-hmm. You have a girl who is not out here yet, but she has the ability to be. And then you have a woman who probably already been there, done that, but she knows what she's bringing to the table. The key, the key is really just uh, the confidence, you know what I mean, and knowing what you could provide uh, to a partner. I feel like um, knowing how and what feminine actually looks like mm-hmm. is really important. Cause, yo, yo, I ran into a few masculine women, and yo, masculine doesn't look good on women. I'm telling y'all, ladies, stop playing. Like, we can't be in the same room. Exchanging masculine frequencies because mine's is pumped with testosterone, yours is pumped with pride, ego, all this stuff that doesn't matter in nature. You know what I mean? I wouldn't say masculine is respectable. Uh, anything where there's too much like aggression, mm-hmm. it's like, yo. That wouldn't work, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like it wouldn't work. You you know, and I know that wouldn't work. Yeah. So it's like, it's it comes down to respect. Um, females can get a lot of things done better than men if they know their power. Mm-hmm. And that's where the partnership between us gets. It could become magical, or it could become very toxic, because both people have powers and are they using their powers the right way exactly are you doing the jobs that you can do are you are are you thinking longevity yeah but more so are you doing those things that you would be really good at at an exponential rate and at an exponential level true 
as compared to like doing some bullshit that like True. isn't really you know I think it's important just to know what a man should be doing mm-hmm. a man should be working and trying to attain a better self mm-hmm. so that from there you can go out and reproduce mm-hmm. and create new life mm-hmm and I believe a woman should almost be preparing herself for that. Exactly. And be prepared to nurture. And setting that standard. And be very confident as well. Yeah. And the ability to do all of that, to have a child, to birth a child. True. So True. Um, females, I feel like, I feel like they're getting, eventually, they're getting, they're getting back to it where it's like, Setting the standard of like, oh, nah, you're not on my level. You know what I mean? I feel like in a in a weird way, that's where the city girls came in, like <laughs> like setting a a weird bar. Like, hey, I don't need I don't I don't need a dude unless you rich. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's that, not the truth. That's not the truth. You know what I mean? But um, I feel like a high quality woman would definitely just always have a standard. Mm-hmm. She'll have a standard and. She would have different codes and things that just would never be crossed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Things that she just she runs off of. You know, so you could respect her. Exactly. And that that's what's really important. That's that's what I want women to always understand. That man has to respect you. He has to know exactly what you are to him, so he can know what you are that he would lose, or what you are to him, so he can gain. Exactly. If if that is up in the air, then it's it's like so is so is the actual value, you know. So, um, yeah, Los, I hope that works. You know what I mean? Um, definitely not not uh super out here. You know what I mean? If she if she out here out here, you know, then she's out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I mean, really, like a lot of times. From like a first appearance, like first meeting, I look at a woman to see if she's taking care of herself. Mm-hmm. If a woman is taking care of herself, I know she could possibly take care of me. Like there's a strong possibility. So that that's number one. Like really I, I almost won't engage a woman that I can tell isn't taking care of herself. It's really important. That's or even a man that isn't taking care of himself, because I'm almost like, Ugh, what are you? What are you doing? Why wouldn't you want to take care of yourself? Yo, you are the prize. True, <laughs> true, true. So that's, I, that's very I, important you, to me. I everyone, or every man wants a woman that treats herself like she cares. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now he's like, all right. I feel that energy. I care a lot too. You know what I mean. So that is important. I feel that. Um, Los, I hope that answers the question. All right, and then we got Kobe. Uh, he asked about meditation and self care. What processes um, would would you go through for meditation and self care? Uh, man, I would say what meditation. If you can sit still in a comfortable position, I would say outside, if possible, uh, if you could find somewhere where you could actually like put your feet in the ground. I never did this, but I want to do it. So I'm I'm suggesting this to y'all because this is something that's real and it works. That's called grounding. And you put your feet in the ground and you can actually sit there and just breathe. If you could do 20 breaths with a completely clear mind, 
I believe you just meditated, you know? I believe mm-hmm. you just got to a different level of consciousness, you know? And that goes into self-care. Like, just being, working on your calm. Working on, like, it's a certain realization. It's like an epiphany where you realize this world is, like, it, it moves at you, at your speed, like, in a way. You know, like, not a lot of things actually matter or needed to matter to you. What mattered most was how you took care of yourself and how you feel about certain things. So a lot of times we put a lot of stress on ourselves for other people and how they would deal with things. But only thing that really ever mattered was how you received it and what you did with it. Like what was your reaction? So it's like you got to be very conscious of just how you feel on things. And meditation is just giving your talking to yourself. You know what I mean? Having a conversation with yourself, checking on yourself, doing a quick little like mental check. You know, that's what I think. Or praying. If you pray, pray. Yeah. With the meditating, the meditating simple though. I've meditated before and to echo your sentiment, sitting outside and grounding is I would honestly say the best way to go about doing it. Mm-hmm. I think what well, is going to be pretty nice this Saturday. If you got some time this Saturday, go outside, sit in your grass, and meditate if you can, mm-hmm. or go to a park and sit in the grass. You know, take your socks off and really put your feet in the earth and just meditate that mm-hmm. way. But if you got to sit in the house and do it, that's fine too. Get you a little mat, probably light a candle, turn the lights off or dim the lights, and you know. Put on some soothing ocean music or like a storm, like rain or something, and just sit down and breathe. That's it. Don't do anything else. Breathe in through the nose and then out through the mouth. Mm-hmm. And I could honestly say try to do that for about 20 minutes and just see where you end up, you know? And like we've talked about, it's the same thing with the exercising. You're not going to meditate for the first time and just have this euphoric experience where everything just makes sense and you now see just like, where you're going and how you're going to get there, it's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. If anything, you're going to have to meditate for years before you just get a certain level of clarity. And that's fine. But once you get there, you'll know how worth it it was because of the amount of time you put in, the amount of energy and patience, mm-hmm. the amount of work. And that's important. And that's a part of self-care. The body and even the mind, I would say the mind more than the body needs to understand and needs to have almost these like mini celebrations to keep you at bay Mm -hmm. to keep you from getting like overly depressed so you have to find joy in things that you know through time people have taken the joy out of them Mm -hmm. so just the joy of being able to sit down and clear your mind and breathe you need to have find the joy in that and over time, that'll build to more of a better self. Mm-hmm. That's how. You, that's a way to care for yourself. That's a way to give back to yourself. A lot of times with working out, you're just kind of putting stress on the body because that's all really working out is like you're you're breaking the body down to then go refuel it to build it back up stronger to do mm-hmm. the workout again. So that's not necessarily like a stress reliever. If anything, when you work out, you put more stress on your body. So. Mm-hmm meditating is very very important very important um quick uh homework assignment for all all my guys out there even all my ladies if y'all want to you know 
include yourself into the community. You know what I'm saying? I, I want I want to challenge everybody. Go ahead in the mirror. You know what I mean? And take off take off your shirt. You know what I mean? And I want you to just say three words that come to mind. If all three of those words are not positive, and take and say three real words. Don't don't. Don't say you get in that mirror. You're just like, I'm big, sexy. Nah, nah. Be honest. Say big. You know what I mean. Like be real, be real open and honest with yourself. And I want you to realize that anything, whatever those words are, you could change them. Whether they're good, they could always go bad. So we maintain. And if they're bad, they could always get become great. You could always. Change that, change that image that you see. So why haven't you done it yet? You know what I mean? It's all about action. Let this year be about action. You know, for all the people that aren't here anymore to take action, you know, do start your journey for all the people that aren't here anymore to see you win, you know, or are watching down on you. Let's get one more question. Uh, someone asked, what's the difference between religion and spirituality? Well, I mean, spirituality is something that can be found within religion. Mm-hmm. But I believe spirituality is the core and religion is that outer shell. Mm-hmm. And sometimes trying to get to that core, you can get stuck in that outer shell called religion. Yep. So... I think religion presents ways and processes that can get you to a greater spirituality. Mm-hmm. Over time, I feel like throughout certain religions, from what I've seen, those processes and methods to get you to that spirituality have been tainted. And instead of them getting you to that spirituality, they just get you to return to the space where you got the processes and methods to get there mm-hmm. and it's just a return factor because it's never that clarity that that euphoric moment true you know so that's where i would feel that they differ they can work together and i believe you can get to spirituality without being in a religion i personally believe through meditation and connection with nature that you can get to a certain level of clarity Mm-hmm. And an understanding of self without the need of like going to a religious temple or mm-hmm. a religious facility of something of that nature, you know? Yeah. So spirituality is more connected to you and your connection with a higher power, where religion is more of your connection with this community who's connected to a higher power. Wow. But yeah. you, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, I feel like spirituality is more personal for me because even though I still like pray, I don't have to go to church. Like I don't have to put money in a basket going to a man. I could pay myself. I can invest in myself. Exactly. I can invest in my own spiritual healing. And then and then you ask yourself that question. Would investing in myself be a negative or a positive? If we're both men. Exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like if especially if we're both men of of faith, you know what I mean? Then hey, and that's not to confuse. Should be paying me. 
I don't think that's to confuse <laughs> investing mm-hmm. with helping. You can go help a man any day of the week. I don't think there's anything wrong with helping a man. But to willingly invest time and money into another man mm-hmm. and at your expense, that's a bit of an issue. I feel like that's an issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go to church and someone says, oh, we need 10% of your paycheck. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't afford my bills as is, so I should start paying yours? It doesn't, don't you think like... the doesn't don't you think sense. you guys should start paying my? I don't know. It's, yeah. it's nuts. You know what it's I mean? It's really nuts. Like, I... I see myself in like in a, in a decade or two, like being a healer, mm-hmm. but not in a sense where I'm asking everybody to give me their money in a exactly. basket just so I could have a big house and I could see people struggling. That doesn't make sense. I would, if anything, you should collect money just to distribute it back. Mm-hmm. You know, that would make more sense. So that's just my take on it. Um, I definitely want to wrap. Uh, wrap things up i definitely want to give him a quote though you know what i mean oh, i want to finish you? off with a quote you i know what i mean because i believe in i believe in the stoicism like it's not a religion but i really do like mm-hmm. where the quotes like leave me word let's hear it then okay let's go so uh let's go to All right, so this is what Marcus Aurelius said. Um, I have often wondered how it is that every man loves himself more than all the rest of men, but yet sets less value on his own opinion of himself than the other than the opinion of others. Wow. Let me, let me, let me do it again. I have often wondered... How it is that every man loves himself more than all of the rest of men, but yet sets less value on his own opinion of himself than on the opinion of others. Yeah, for real. I mean, it's crazy because you'll see a lot of people that will do things that show you that they love their that they love themselves mm-hmm. or that they're even selfish, mm-hmm. you know, but then when it comes to their own voice. And their own message towards how they view themselves, mm-hmm. they don't put that at a high ranking. Someone who sees them on the street that has an opinion, wow, that's interesting. It's very. Interesting. I, find, I I I believe I I found myself in that scenario before. I have too. Looking at someone's opinion as greater than my own because of when looking at myself. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's nuts. Yeah, that's a good quote. I like that. You got any more? Yeah, just... I, got, I, got, I got two more. Okay, let's go. Also, this is another one from Marcus Aurelius. He says, you have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. Oh, of course. That's that's just facts. Yeah. That's, that, just... that's the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't even got to, no one has to break that down. You that's facts. Me? And then another one is, if you are pained by any external thing, it is not this that disturbs you. But your own judgment about it and it is in your own power to wipe out this judgment now it's like anything external if somebody somebody says tyler yo you short yo if that even bothered you it shouldn't have mm-hmm. 
Like it just shouldn't happen. Oh yeah, I hear you. You know what I mean? Anything external, anything that doesn't have to do with what's going on within you, it just shouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know. So that that is uh that's awesome. Wow. Um, I like that last one. And then my man um Apictus, I believe that's how you say his name. Uh, this is the last one. He said, "Books are." The training weights of the mind, they are very helpful, but it would be a bad mistake to suppose that one has made progress simply by having internalized their contents. Wow. You may have to say that back again. Books are the training weights of the mind. Mm -hmm. They are very helpful, but it would be a bad mistake to suppose that one has made progress simply by having internalized their contents. So oh wow! You have to learn, but you have to you have it, to express it. Yeah, you have to you have to put that, that out there. Out. Say, wow! Or else you're just gonna be holding on. Yeah. to a whole bunch of knowledge. I'm smart as shit. Yeah, <laughs> we just talking about that. Oh wow! You know? Wow, I like that one. Yeah, that so. one almost went over my head. I had to run that back. Wow. I feel like um, a lot of the Stoic uh, philosophers lived in a time. That was quite similar to the times we live in now. Mm-hmm. So a lot of their quotes and things are very, very uh, refreshing. If if anybody wants to dive into any stoicism, let me know, man. Hit me up on Instagram or something. You know what I mean? But what's the word, Kaz? Where we at? Where we at? We all good? We, we, we about to wrap things up? Are we good to go? What's going on? Hey, I believe we are. I believe we are. Uh, um, man, uh, I'm gonna do one more. Oh, oh, we got one more. I like Seneca. I like. Hey, I'm ready for it. Let's hear it. Says, this is Seneca, uh, and it says, if you really want to escape the things that harass you, what you're needing is not to be in a different place, but to be a different person. I'm going to have you run that back one more time. If you really want to escape the things that harass you, what you're needing is not to be in a different place, but to be a different person. Ooh, yeah, very important. Always be willing to change yourself. Be willing to change how you... Operate. Yeah, pretty much. How you address people. How you react. Reaction is important. Yeah. Be Be very mindful of how you react. So... Basically saying, if you're in the hood and you don't like being in the hood, you might it might not even be some of the things that are involved in the hood. It might be some of the actions that you are involved in. Yeah, you know that change. It, it's to where if you go to a different hood, you're gonna run into the same results. Exactly. You have to change the person that you are, how you operate. Wow. So, nah, I fucks with that one. Hey man, you know what I mean? Just just hitting people with the game, man. Just just knowledge for everybody, man. I like to thank everybody for coming through today, man. We thank you, thank time. you. Oh, definitely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dove into a lot of good topics. Don't yeah. be afraid to rewind. Yes. That is okay. Yes. We went over a lot of shit, a lot of words. Yes, so. sir. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Follow everybody on Instagram. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Paradox Visions, and yeah, I mean, follow us on Instagram. Paradox Visions is Kaz. 
Uh, I'm Lenny One Way on Instagram. Hey, on Twitter, I am at T Little Lax Twenty Three. It's open. Follow along. I'll follow back. You know, let's get the conversation started. Yeah, man. Follow uh, the Instagram and Twitter at One Way Street. Uh, my Twitter is Lenny One Way. And yeah, I had a blast with y'all today. I hope everybody uh, took something away from today. Um, please leave uh, your comments. Uh, please send me in uh, advice, questions, anything. Hope I'm providing a great space for y'all, man. Thank you for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. We out. Love. Peace. Peace.